0: Hello, friends. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com, and I'm just here today with a quick observation on something that has long been pointed out in the alternative media, but I think we need to stop and really reflect on the deeper significance of, and that is the old adage that whatever deep state technology exists, whatever DARPA or whatever alphabet soup agency is working on in the skunk works of the Pentagon or elsewhere, is decades ahead of the technology that is commercially available. As I say, this is something of a truism amongst independent media and researchers, and it's something that strikes home time and time again, as uh, certainly as I am doing research on the deep state and its various projects and and tentacles, uh, it comes up over and over. And, and that just came up in some research that I'm doing for a report that I'm currently working on behind the scenes. So I wanted to share this particular just little gem of an insight with you, which really struck home for me to once again bring that that abstract idea home. I'm talking specifically about something that I'm sure we've all seen in recent years, but if not, here's a brief glimpse of it. This is the old Boston Dynamics footage of the workers trying to basically act as gremlins of some sort, trying to uh, get the robots off of the task that they're performing. Now, as I say, you probably have seen that footage before. That video did go viral a few years ago when Boston Dynamics released it because it does seem to uh, portend the uh, the beginning of the robot apocalypse, as many people commented on in the various fora and in the YouTube video itself where this was posted. People were saying this is the birth of Skynet and things like that because it does play on our natural human sympathies towards anything humanoid or humanoid creatures or animals or what have you, oh, look at the poor dog, look at the poor horse, look at the poor robot, Uh, look at the way they're treating it. And that was a common theme in the comments uh, for that video, and it was part of the reason I think that went viral. Part of the overall agenda towards the humanization of robots that I've talked about here on the program before But this occurs to me in a specific context. Uh, Specifically, I was doing some research on a, I am doing some research on a podcast that I'm working on, and I came across the Stanford uh, Research Institute, which, of course, was part of Stanford University, but was spun off from Stanford, is not officially linked to Stanford University anymore because of pressure brought to bear on the university by Vietnam War protesters back in the late 60s, early 70s, focusing on the Stanford Research Institute and its many government military contracts, especially with the Advanced Research Projects Agency, ARPA, now known today as DARPA, and the many military contracts that were flowing into the Stanford Research Institute at that time. Um, But in that time period, in the late 1960s, early 1970s, uh, Stanford Research Institute was home to, amongst other things, the Artificial Intelligence Institute, Center. Yes, you think artificial intelligence and all this AI research is brand new and cutting edge, but it's been around for over half a century at institutions like Stanford, funded, of course, by the Pentagon. And one of the projects that the Artificial Intelligence Center was working on at that time was Shaky the Robot, the world's first semi-autonomous robot that can read, respond to, and interact with uh, objects in its environment and adjust its behavior accordingly without further human input. And this Boston Dynamics footage came to mind because, as you're about to see, it's interesting the ways that they were treating this robot that they had created, including using gremlins to try to knock it off its course. A feature of the intermediate-level actions is their ability to recover from unforeseen accidents. Our gremlin, Charlie, symbolizes an agent of change unknown to shaky. Shaky's sensors tell him that the box has slipped off the push bar, but his cat whiskers tell him where the box is so he can get behind it and resume pushing. I think that is interesting. Personally, that really struck home with me because, as I say, I immediately thought of that Boston Dynamics footage and how we are tempted to believe that we are living on the cutting edge of technology and whatever iFondle Slab or whatever it else that the, uh, the b- big tech companies are releasing is the cutting edge of technology. It was undreamt of mere years ago, and here it is in your hands, and you are on the cutting edge, and you have the most up-to-date... No, you don't. <laughs> you have technology that was being developed decades ago, and not even necessarily in secret. Like, Shaky the Robot is not... A, it was not a classified program. They made promotional films of it, uh, even at that time. Obviously, most of the public would never have seen that, but it wasn't exactly classified. You could have found out more information about it, and and uh, it was an unclassified project. I- imagine what they have going on in the classified projects that we're not allowed to know. Well, more about that in the upcoming podcast that I'm referring to. But as I say, this is uh, just a window into that insight that, again, we've all heard, but it, it helps to have visual examples of from time to time that the cutting edge latest technology is often things that have been worked on and and developed half a century ago that's just being modernized and i'm sure developed. I'm sure it is further progressed than Shaky the Robot. There are differences, but the concept was there for a very long time. And as I say, who knows what's going on in the classified programs. And this is particularly important when it comes to what we really think is the cutting edge of cutting edge of newest technologies that's going to shape and change the world that we live in. Something like, oh, I don't know, deep fakes. Imagine this for a second. One man, with total control of billions of people's stolen data, all their secrets, their lives, their futures. I owe it all to Spectre. Spectre showed me that whoever controls the data controls the future. Yes, in case you hadn't seen it, that was the latest deepfake that's hitting the news right now. It was uh, posted to Instagram. It's a deepfake of Mark Zuckerberg, obviously saying something that he never said. And you can find the original source footage that that was taken from. And, and I, I mean, it, maybe it's detectable as a deepfake if you're really looking at it. But if you, if you just came across that in a newsfeed and it wasn't so obviously over the top, you might just, oh, okay, well, that's another statement from Zuckerberg without batting an eyelid. And that is the commercially available... Deep fake technology that we already have access to as just regular consumers in the world. Again, let's keep this in mind in the context of whatever technology is the cutting edge commercially is decades behind whatever is being developed behind the scenes. Can you imagine how much more thoroughly convincing the deep fake technology of DARPA or whoever else, whatever government uh, agency, Alphabet Supers, have? behind the scenes, and as one window in, into that, I will point you back to Don't Believe Your Lying Eyes, a video that I did a couple of years ago now, pointing out, as an reader emailed uh, me with the tip, that you know they were talking about this exact technology two decades ago in the MIT Technology Review, They were talking about, essentially, deepfakes at that time, two decades ago. Again, this is not new technology, and it has been developed, even commercially, for a very long time, let alone, again, can you imagine what is going on in classified programs that you or I, that neither you nor I have access to. Again, it's an important point. Uh, We may know something in the abstract and kind of have that as a thought in the back of our minds, but we need it in the forefront of our minds when we're confronting stories like this because as much as commercially available deepfake technology is going to truly change the way that we're interacting with the world of information that's coming to us from all of these mediated devices, we should already have that in mind in terms of anything that we are seeing can be and presumably, and some cases, is being manipulated in a similar way. And again, if we understand consciously that what we're seeing is decades behind where the real technology lies, we might have a grasp on this. It's a very deep subject, but I hope this just provides a little window into it and, and gets you thinking along those lines. I think there's a, a lot of interesting discussion to be had about this topic in general. But that's going to do it for today. I'm James Corbett of corporatereport.com. Looking forward to talking to you again very soon.